Norman here, and are you still not subscribed to Matt's channel? Well, if you're not, hit the subscribe button because he's giving out free picks each and every week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. UFC Vegas 87 back at the Apex for a fight night card. Ugly main event. Uh, however, can't complain with some big pay-per-views coming up. We got Miami next weekend. Looking forward to that. Uh, we do have a lot of big favorites on this card. Not a great card uh, from a betting standpoint. Uh, but we do have some big names, right? We have Umar Nurmagomedov's on here. Mokhaev uh, is back in action. Just, you know, the matchups are inflated here. But we'll talk about them, like always. Main card, we'll discuss. Uh, provide free picks, liens, price talk, and more. Systemsportscapping.com or link.me slash systemcapping. Uh, a lot of options over there. You obviously can become a client today. Receive plays uh, with detailed write-ups unit sizes and more start profiting long term against the sports betting market in multiple sports current runs uh, 14 and 6 all sports run uh, 25 and 7 free play short videos mainly in the golf market this is over a year now a year and what three months uh, almost don't do a bet every week not no free videos every week um, but um, I would say two to three times a month. You can find that on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. 5-2 and two UFC run, 2-0 uh, and o NHL run, low volume in the NHL, maybe a few plays a week at most. Let's do a UFC recap here. UFC recap here from UFC Mexico. UFC Mexico, not a great card uh, for myself, mainly due to Moreno. I was on the Moreno side after a nice 5-0 UFC 298. Did not continue the streak. You know, I, I thought it was close. I thought he could have won the fight. Uh, he just did not do enough. Didn't seem hungry to win the fight is, is what I uh, found. And Ravel, you know, showed more. Sure, like he wanted to fight more. Now, you guys got to understand, he, th he was throwing a lot more, but the percentage of landing was very, very low. He wasn't landing a lot. He was looking more active, but he just wasn't landing a lot. Uh, Moreno didn't use the takedowns. I thought I wanted Moreno to mix in more takedowns. He got a couple uh, that I recall. Just wasn't able to keep them down there. Right? So I, uh, my opinion was how he should have approached the fight was mixing more takedowns he just tried to stand and bang uh, for five rounds and it seemed like he faded i expected roy vell uh, maybe to fade later in that fight remember he's taking his fight on short notice wasn't too concerned about the climate because i said he does train up in denver so you know altitudes is going to be uh, similar there even though i did mention it but you know tip tip my cap to roy vell obviously moreno did ruin uh the night but you know he it was close I, it could have went either way, right? It was a split decision. Me, personally, when I scored, I slightly gave it to Moreno, but I understand why Ravel won the fight. He looked more active. Was he landing the bigger shots? Not really, no. Uh, Moreno worked the leg pretty well, landed the bigger shots in the fight, but Ravel was just throwing more, and he stole, he stole it. He stole it because of that, the volume. Even though the volume wasn't landing a ton, he was being more active, uh, which got him the win. Nice win for Ortega as well. Uh, looked shaky at first, right? He looked like it was going to be a first-round finish. Uh, he also hurt his 
uh, ankle. He jumped up, twisted it. What a disaster start. And then he showed that toughness that we always talk about with Ortega. The durability that we always talk about Ortega. And then had the advantage in the grappling and wrestling department, which I mentioned last week, could be the difference for Ortega. And there was some value at the plus money. Personally, I didn't bet a side uh, in the fight. Um, I was, you know, I understood the Rodriguez hype just due to the striking advantage and the Ortega time off. Right, the time off was the was the issue uh, for me to bet Ortega. I was just didn't know how he was going to come back and look in his first fight. Rodriguez was a lot more active, fighting big fights, right? And then Ortega realized that he could take advantage of the wrestling. Rodriguez, you know, his takedown defense is always an issue, and it showed in that fight. So that was tough to see. Uh, but nice win for Ortega. Happy for the guy. Like watching him fight, entertaining fighter. Right, he goes in there and he. He lets it loose, comes forward, and he has the grappling uh, as well. So always a fun fighter to watch. Um, good fight as for as long as it lasted. Some personal news. Uh, landed a nice writing freelance role uh, with a big sports network uh, from Europe, France, actually, to be specific. Uh, looking forward to that and that opportunity. So you'll see some articles shortly uh, from me focus around the sports betting world. Um, look out for those. I'll keep you guys updated. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Shop around. Shop around for best prices. Have multiple books. Have access to multiple books. Props vary from book to book. Have money in multiple accounts. Kazeev, minus 170 versus Rosenstrike, plus 140. Not a main event anyone asked for, right? <laughs> no, no one asked for this. Two middle-tier heavyweights at best. Kazeev uh, maybe can turn into something more than that. Uh, we just haven't seen it yet, right? And that's why this price has me a little concerned. It's a huge step up. Right, for the fighter that fights at a Bahrain, he's Russian, I'm pretty sure, from Kazakhstan, but he fights at a Bahrain, not too sure exactly what happened there, but, uh, you know, he, he, he's representing Bahrain, so uh, maybe grew up there is what I'm uh, thinking. Uh, you know, he's been fighting guys at the bottom of the heavyweight division, right, guys like Budai in his debut. <clears throat> Remember, he only has one fight in the UFC, one contender series, and he's getting a main event spot. Already, this could be the fastest main event ever, guys. I don't, I'm, I don't know, but it's a very good chance that he's getting the quickest main event spot ever in the UFC. Right? He's 12 and 0, so he doesn't have a ton of fights either. Rosenstrike a lot more fights. It is worth mentioning. You know, he came on later in his career. He's like 35, 36 years old. I know for heavyweight, it's not that important, but. Um, you know, obviously, he has some regional scene fights as well, but you know that's something to mention here, right? This is a big spot for him. How is he going to show up? Rosenstroke been there, done that, right? He's fought some of the best guys, and when he does, it's usually, you know, it usually doesn't work out for him. He doesn't get his hand raised when he's fighting the best guys, but he's been in there, right? He has lost three of his last four fights, so the confidence might not be great coming into this fight. That's always concerning for me. You know, confidence, recent wins losses form very important when i'm handicapping a fight it's a negative year right some of those losses though against some of the best guys in the world almeida 
right? Almeida in his last fight, Volkov, and Curtis Blades, right? Any three of those guys, Bigazi, no, no problem. All right, so these are big names. The only concern I have is, you know, his wins, sure, there's some big names here, but it's towards the end of their career. Andre Orlovsky, Overeem, and Dos Anjos, right? Those are his key main wins. They're a little while ago, right? His most recent wins, Sakai, decent win, and Dawkins, who's, I don't think he's in the UFC anymore. So you got to factor that in, right? I think Rosenstroke is a mid-tier guy. He always will be when he steps up in competition. Two things. His takedown defense is not good enough. And his volume. Right? But he has shown that he can go five rounds. And this is a five-round fight. So you're going to have to give him that edge. The resume. The ring time experience and the five rounds the one shot power that, that's what you have with Rosa Strike right he has that one shot power volume's always low <clears throat> very low right under three significant strikes per minute but he has that one shot power that can just put your lights out at any time because Eve, you know, he has some high volume, actually. Obviously, limited stats, right? Two, two fights that they keep the stats. Uh, over six significant strikes per minute. And does have takedown ability uh, from I've seen on tape from his previous fights before the UFC. So that could come, you know, in, into play here in, in this fight. We just haven't seen it uh, in the UFC because he's been able to finish guys on the feet. You know, personally, I'm staying away from this fight, even though there is some value here on Rosenstrike at this price. I just don't like the confidence and the current form from him. And there's not enough juice at plus 140. You know, if you start getting to the close 200s, then I'm going to have to take a closer look at it. You're giving me plus 140, not enough meat on the bone, as they say. Not enough meat on the bone. I, I think it will be interesting to see if Gazeev goes for the takedowns here. Rosenstrike, not terrible takedown defense, but it's not great either at 70%. Keep in mind, a lot of guys try to take him down. So 70% is not great, not terrible, and I haven't seen it from Gazeev at this level. His takedown ability, even though I've seen some like, ground and pound finishes, some takedowns in the past, he's rushing, he has that, that Gazeev background, so I know he has some wrestling in his back pocket. You know, gun to my head, I would have to lean Gazif here. Can't bet it. And there is value on Rosenstrike. I wouldn't call you crazy for betting Rosenstrike at plus 140. It's just, is there enough meat there at plus 140 on a guy coming in with no confidence and, you know, on a losing streak? Keep in mind, though, that losing streak is against some good fighters. Right? The fighters are a lot better than Gazif. And that's why I think at the plus 140, you're, you're taking a chance. I wouldn't call you crazy. Obviously, a fight I don't think goes the distance. Uh, Gazi, you know, if this fight goes later into the fight, third, fourth round, we're going to see if he's going to be able to hang. I don't see anything past two rounds <laughs> for Gazi. So keep in mind, Rosenstrike can go the distance. He went the distance with Cyril Gone. Petrino, minus 334 versus Pedro, plus 
250 money continues to come in on Petrino. And you know, for good reason, Petrino 10 and 0 uh, in his career, still somewhat fresh. However, Pedro only has 14 fights himself. So it's not like he's fighting some sort of veteran here. Uh, Petrino also has some nice mid-tier wins. I, you know, I have Petrino more well-rounded than Pedro. Uh, Pedro is more of that one-shot guy, right? Does have good some submissions as well, but more of a one-round, early-round type of guy. You know, he's dangerous, finish fights. Pedrino doesn't have a one-decision win, however. <laughs> you know, it does, if it goes deep into this fight, we have seen Pedro gas at times. Uh, Pedro doesn't have that, um, you know, decision capability. When he does go to decision, he loses both fights, right? Because he doesn't have that volume. He doesn't have that wrestling in his back pocket. And that's what I think the difference is going to be. Like I mentioned, Petrino's very well-rounded. He does have some wrestling. I think that's going to be different. Petrino, over four takedowns per fight currently, guys. Pedro's 52% takedown defense, I think will be the big difference here, right? That's why I do think, you know, Petrino is getting the correct money uh, in the market right now. It's continuing to move. I think it was minus 300. It's keep going up. If You probably missed it already. If you, if you haven't already bet Petrino, um, you know, I would probably lean him to get the finish as well. Like I mentioned, uh, Pedro's takedown defense not great. The gas tag hasn't shown uh, to be great either. Uh, so if you want to try to improve that price, maybe look at Petrino to finish the fight. Uh, again, Pet- Pedro's always live to catch him. I get it, right? He's still young, Petrino. If he decides to just stand and bang in there, uh, he can definitely, definitely get caught, right? If he decides to I drop my water there. Stupid me. Right, if he decides to just stand and bang, he could get caught in this fight. I expect him though to be smart in there, look for takedowns. Pedro has terrible takedown defense and exploit him there. That's where you're gonna have a big advantage on the feet. You know, I think it's probably fairly even on the feet. Uh, so use your MMA skills, make an MMA fight, and he should win this fight. Perez plus two seventy five versus Makayev minus three fifty. Right? You could say biggest test yet for the youngster, Mokayev. You know, some concerns with Perez, though, right? Is he going to make this weight? That's a big question. He struggled over years to do so. A lot of fights have been canceled uh, when booked with him. Watch the scales if you want to bet on this one. Uh, it's going to be very important, in my opinion. Again, you know, this is a situation where you probably like the favor. It's just hard to bet, right? So you got to try and maybe find an outcome if you want to improve that price. You know, Makayev, only 23. I can't say he's looked incredible, but he's been scraping by his wins, right? Competition he has fought, not great. However, he did show a nice win over Tim Elliott. Sure, he's towards the end of his career, but he's a veteran. He knows how to win fights. He knows how to avoid, you know, tough situations. And Makayev actually found a submission in the third round. That was impressive. That was an impressive win uh, in my eyes. Perez, at this price, yeah, sure, it's intriguing. Value on Perez, sure. He's fought the best of the best in this division. You know, he does lose those fights when he steps up to guys like, you know, Figueredo, Pento. <laughs> you expect him to lose those fights. And he usually gets finishing. He, when he does step up a competition, he usually gets finished as well, which is a bit concerning. You know, he does have some few, a few nice highlight wins. Not great though, right? Like Formega, Formiga, sorry, Espinosa. It's just low to mid tier guys. 
Um, you know, he does have a huge professional fight ring time advantage if you want to give Perez that. I probably lean Perez uh, in the stand-up game on the feet. Going to be a lot more active. Um, Mokaev, he just doesn't have good volume. It's super low, but the reason for that is because he's just continuing to spam takedowns, and that's going to be what this fight's all about. Right? That's what the fight's going to be about. You know, Mokaev's 1.1 volume on the feet is just... It's just terrible. It's super low. But you got to understand how he fights, right? If you look just at stats, you're like, what the hell? This guy throw a punch at all? Uh, he does, but not a ton because he's spamming takedowns at almost seven per fight, guys. Not terrible takedown defense from Perez at 77%, but you expect him to be on his back. Now, Perez does have some good jiu-jitsu, black belt, but he's going to be on his back. How is that going to play out? Is he going to be able to get up? You know, he has been submitted in the past by Pantoja being one of them. So how is that going to look? Right? And of course, I'm going to lean Makayev here. Can't get to this price. Very difficult to call an outcome as well. Sure, Makayev could find a finish in this fight, most likely by submission. So if you want to bet Makayev by submission, that's probably the way to look. He's not going to knock you out on the feet. Ground pound finish, sure, that is a possibility, but I would lean the submission if you want to try to improve the price. Could go decision as well, though. So, yeah, I don't have a strong take on how this fight uh, finishes. Uh, so I'll be staying off this fight personally. For video purpose, I'm going to lean uh, Makayev. Price is, is just not great. And I would say some small value on Perez, depending how he looks on the scales. Omar, Umar, Umar. Not Omar, Umar. <laughs> Namagometa minus one, two, zero, zero. That's 1,200, guys. Uh, <laughs> that means you can't bet it. Uh, versus um, Almacon, American, uh, plus 700. No idea about this guy. I have to watch tape on him. And for good reason. He's making his debut, right? And no one wants to fight Umar, right? He's very difficult to get a matchup, and he's just taken this fight. Ton of problems finding fights, you know? This fight will tell you that. You know, they had to find a fighter to make uh, making his debut to take it. Uh, surprisingly, Umar accepted. Uh, I watched his interview yesterday. He said he needs to stay active. So he took it. I get it. Very dangerous. It's a lose-lose situation for him. He wins, nobody cares. He's supposed to win. He doesn't get a finish. They're like, why didn't you get a finish? Right? And I think that's where the value is if you want to bet this fight. Now you take it by finish. And get it at like minus 140 finish anyway so that that's the way you would want to look at it um if you want to improve you get submission plus 140 you're taking more of a chance right but the kagistan loss only one loss 17 and one was by submission and i'll keep in mind this competition he's fighting is just very low level, right? So you don't know how it's going to translate to the UFC. Umar is going to win this fight. You can't bet at minus 1,200, but surprisingly all outcomes besides... Uh, so you can get submission plus 140, finish by TKO, TKO uh, plus 333. Value there. Value there. Even though, you know, I do think the submission is a little more live at plus 140. Um, but, you know, knocking the guy out, KO... Plus 333 is a little uh, appealing there. Um, and you're going to expect him wanting to go out and finish this fight. If he doesn't finish this fight, there'll be some talk. Is he, is he ready you know, for the top 
top guys. Is he ready for that title shot? Corey Sanhagen type of fight. If he doesn't get the finish, you'll hear that. So I expect him to get the finish. He can approve the price. Uh, and if I were to bet it, it would be that way. Um, a little more value at the submission at plus 140. Last fight here. Ursag minus 350 versus Schnell plus 275. Should be a high-paced fight. Uh, Ursag should win this fight. Uh, and he should win it in the gra- on the ground, in the grappling, right? Chanel has some terrible takedown defense at 46%. You know, is known that he can't really take a punch. Urseg has two takedowns per 15, which is decent. So he does have some wrestling and grappling in-game. A lot of submissions as well. Has six wins uh, by submission. However, both of his wins in the UFC are by decision, which is worth mentioning. You know, the one thing I can give Schnell is probably similar on the feet could have a slight advantage on the feet i think it's fairly even but you know his resume i I gotta give him that right he's fought the much better guys uh so it tells me that minus 350 price tag just is a bit too high uh for me to even consider you know in a two-fight parlay or something you know chanel wins uh, however aren't gray right (laughs) it's uh tyson nam the mudajiri fight was uh, actually a fun fight a fight of the night showed a lot of durability uh, in that fight. He was able to take a punch, uh, which was kind of surprising. But then he's coming off a KO loss to Nicola in his last fight, which is concerning. All right. So, you know, play has to be Ursake here. Um, probably won't go the distance, even though, like I mentioned, Ursake the last two fights have. So, um, <clears throat> when he stepped up in competition to the UFC, hasn't been able to get the finish. But I like his durability, like his submission game. He's a, he's a fighter that will fight for your money. So you can get better price out there, maybe add it to 2-5 parlay. Um, maybe by finish, it could go either way. So I can't um, comment 100% on that, but uh, I would lean the finish for Ursic just due to Chanel's concerns of being finished multiple times. Tough card this week. Uh, I won't have much action on it myself and for clients. The lines are just juiced up uh, here, in my opinion here. And there's not a ton of underdogs I like, not a ton of value, even though you could take a few shots uh, on the underdogs if you like doing that. Uh, personally, I may have one uh, play uh, as an underdog, uh, but I haven't made my mind up yet. I always do it after weigh-ins on Friday. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and know your limits. Enjoy this fight card.